your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. He's back. That thing lasts too long. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Uh, we are not going anywhere. We are nope. uh, anti, not anti, I don't want to say that. Uh, we, we are opposites. There you go. Opposite yeah. Antonio Browns. So, uh, all right. No on Uber needed. Sh- no, no, no Uber necessary. <laughs> Or fruit cup? Didn't he have a fruit cup in his hand? Yeah, I saw there was some. Yeah, some that is the life. Yeah, I know. Uh, fruit cup in an Uber. <laughs> That's, That's how we all want to quit. That's how you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we're done with this show, which hopefully is like never, uh, that that's how we will exit this show. Uh, hailing an Uber, holding a fruit cup, telling you Happy New Year. Yeah, saying Happy New Year. All right. Uh, Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show on our YouTube channel over on the YouTube. So, yeah, on today's episode, I had posted something a couple days ago. I think it was uh, la- late last week. Mm-hmm. A Chicago Blackhawks website uh i don't remember what they're called i gotta bring them up again let's see uh da windy city da windy city mm-hmm. da so you know they're cool um they put a a and you see these often websites of another team will put out an article saying like oh here's some trade scenarios for our player for with another team and they did three with the colorado avalanche and I, I screenshotted them. I posted them. And I always I don't make too many comments because I know the masses will will take these and run with them. That's exactly what they did. If you didn't follow, if you don't follow the show on uh, Twitter and Instagram, this will be news to you. If you did follow, if you do follow us on uh, Twitter, and Instagram, you're finally going to hear uh, what these are. And and all of that rage that people had in there punching their keyboard or, or slamming their thumbs out on their smartphones. I think we'll get a lot of that anger yeah. out. Uh, but why do I, I don't, I guess that's a dumb question. I know why, because you have to drum up excitement and drum up mm-hmm. uh, eyes on phones and screens. But why are these always so one-sided geared towards the team? Who's, you know, in this case, this Blackhawk website. Why yeah. are they getting everything from the Avalanche and all they're giving up is Patrick Kane, which is the central piece of this article, by the way, is giving up Patrick Kane. I think it's almost twofold at this point. Like those kind of articles, it's almost like the Paul Feinbaum effect. Like you just say something and you know you're intentionally riling people up and all publicity is good publicity. Like you can look at those yeah. trades and like there's no way that could possibly happen. But it right. gets people talking. So, yeah. like, I, I, I see that aspect of it. If it was something, and we'll get to it when it comes to these trade scenarios when you go through them, um, could it be a possibility? Who knows? But if it was a little bit more logical, it I think the keyboards would be a little bit quieter where you had to sit there and think about it just a little bit. Right, right. These are, well, 
and and like I said, we're going to go through these one at a time. There's three of them. So yeah. There's one of them that's like almost on the verge of like, okay, we can talk a little bit more about this one, and and we'll get to that one last. But um, I do like there's a lot more that goes into just picking some players and, and I, I kind of feel like a lot of these websites and I, and I don't want to like rip the, these yeah. guys or this guy that, that wrote this. <clears throat> I think, you know, they probably do a, a, a good job over there of covering cause it's a, I think it's an SB nation site. So, you know, take that for what it is, but um, I, I don't, I don't put it out there for that person to get attacked. Yeah. I yeah. kind of put it out there for a conversation piece, maybe even yeah. to get a laugh. If, if it's kind of yeah. ridiculous, one of them definitely is. But I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to yeah. drum up, you know, readers and 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 have eyes on, and they're going to gear it towards their team. They're not going to give up in these hypothetical trades. They're not going to give up a lot to get a little. It's going to be the other way around, and that's exactly what you see. And see, I kind of like them in a way because here lately the Avalanche have been winning and rolling, and everything's felt great. But when you see these left field trade scenarios come up, or um, when Sam Gerard was like a possibility to be traded earlier in the season, like it gets you thinking, like what could we get? Mm-hmm. Like it, it starts making like you start looking at the team instead of a cohesive unit, like pieces of value, and you start thinking like what could we get? And you start evaluating things that right. way. So it, it gets that part of the brain going, and I like that. I like seeing how things could possibly happen. But in these scenarios, I don't know. Now we're good. We're good. There we go. Yeah, had a little bit of a technical difficulty. We had we had uh, Miley Cyrus uh, New Year's Day technical difficulties there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're coming yeah. after us, SB Nation. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, and the other thing about this is like you, they don't get into like salary. And with Patrick yeah. Kane making ten and a half million dollars, and the Colorado Avalanche right up against the cap number, more or less. If if any of these deals were to go down or any deal at all involving the Avalanche and Patrick Kane, the Blackhawks would have to retain salary and none of that is discussed. Yeah. Maybe they're not going to go that deep into it, but you should if you're going to come up with these scenarios. So uh, let's talk about them the way that they offered them. The very first one, a, a straight up one for one deal. Avs obviously get Patrick Kane. The Blackhawks get... Bowen Byram. And I don't know. I even put this in the post. I don't understand why you see all of these these mock trades and almost every time Bowen Byram is involved in them. Mm-hmm. And Bowen Byram is not going anywhere. So if every other if every single hockey website out there is listening to the show, which I know that they are. Stop doing mock trades with Bowen Byram. He's not leaving the Colorado Avalanche, and he's not leaving for Patrick Kane when those two scenarios and salaries are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. The Avalanche cannot do that deal in any way, shape, or form for multiple reasons. Financially, and it's a dumb deal to give up your future likely star defenseman, if he can stay healthy, for Patrick Kane. Not going to happen. Especially on what that is, when you see Bowen Byram come up in these scenarios, they have in their mind, I wonder what we could get from the Avalanche. They Google Avalanche top prospects. <laughs> Bowen Byram is number one. They're like, ooh, that's pretty cheap. I'll take him. Right. His numbers aren't that great because they're not watching the games day right. in, day out like we are, and they don't know the health problems that he's been going through this year. 
no and gms are paying attention to this so this would never happen because they're not going to take a gamble the avalanche are taking a gamble seeing if he can make it through this season and his long term um how that looks for bowen byram so gms aren't going to bite for that it's just the trendy name and the first thing you google when you look at cheap avalanche deals uh, yeah i think a lot of times when when they do things like this it's you know the 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 writer thinks that the Blackhawks are entitled to oh, yeah. one of the Avalanche's <laughs> top prospect because we're giving you Patrick Kane. So therefore, like you're right. Like I'm sure he knows who Bowen Byram is, but you know he he could just go to every single team's prospects and look at number one and say like we're giving you Patrick Kane, so we deserve your number one prospect. It doesn't work that way. There's numbers and there, there's numbers to be involved. And uh, the Avalanche simply are not going to give up Bowen Byram, uh, a 20-year-old. And how old is Kane? I know he's he's a little bit up there. He's uh, he's 33 years old. Uh, this one was the most laughable one to me. The other two, all right, we'll have a discussion. But this one was just – and that was the first one thrown out there. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I have to keep reading now because yeah. what are the next ones going to be? And the next one's – they are unlikely as well, but uh, this one just to start off with this, I was like, "You're, you're, we're, we're not, all, we're not even talking, right? I'm not even picking up the phone right now if that's what your ask is." And I'm going to ruin the shine on what the Bla- Blackhawks are offering the Avalanche in all three of these scenarios when we get to these later scenarios two and three, because I think Chicago is looking at this in red and black glasses right now, mm-hmm. and they don't really see what they have on their hands. That's true. That's true. And in all three of these scenarios, the only thing he has the Blackhawks giving up is Patrick Kane. There's nothing else. I will uh, address and, and, that soon. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, but first, let's hear from Primal Origin Oils, and then we'll get to the other two. Uh, and, and even more additional possible mm-hmm. trades, which are not on here as well. But Primal Origin Oils, if you got a beard, you have to get Primal. And you heard that right. If you got beard, get Primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy that has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. The Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA, and the combo kits make a great gift any time of the year for holidays, for birthdays. What do we have? Uh, Valentine's Day? You can get Mm -hmm. a guy gift for Valentine's Day, right? Oh, yeah. Get a combo kit. So uh, go over to primaloriginoils.com, use the promo code locked on, and that will get you 20% off. Once again, the website is primaloriginoils.com. Promo code is locked on, and you get 20% off of your order. All right, as we continue with the uh, trades from Da Windy City, hip. Ooh, hip to be square. Um, all right. First one, gone. Yeah. Not happening. Nope. Second one, Avalanche get Patrick Kane. Blackhawks get the 2023 first round pick, the 2022 third round pick, Andre Burakovsky, and Tyson Jost. I'm going to throw that over to you. For Patrick Kane. For Patrick Kane, yes. Okay. Just okay. Patrick Kane. <laughs> 
Just wanted to clear that up just for Patrick Kane. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jost, who is arguably could possibly be coming up. Like he's he's starting to, you know, the past year or so, he's started to kind of find his role, his what he's doing. Berkey, we all know. Um, he has one incredible game a month, and but still the draft picks. Hmm. Uh now, if you would have, if it would have been just Berkey Jost for um, Patty Kane, maybe, maybe. I mean, th- th- again, that's something where you're you're having a a discussion because uh, wh- it, it, for the Avalanche, a, a lot of it is going to be numbers, mm-hmm. and not only for for this year, for for next year, and for everything is revolving around the Nathan McKinnon contract. Mm-hmm. So that is after next year. And yeah, Burkowski, Burkowski is an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Jost has this year and next year, and then he's another restricted. But And then in the next deal, which we'll discuss in a second, that comes into play. If you feel like you can't re-sign some of these guys, then yeah, you would make a deal. And, mm-hmm. and Kane has what, two more years on his? I believe so. Uh, this year and next year. So Kane's deal would be gone the same year that McKinnon's deal is gone mm-hmm. and the same t- in the same year that uh, Eric Johnson's is gone. So so it, Kane's deal wouldn't affect the avalanche when it's come time for Nathan McKinnon. But yeah, you have to you got to play this game and, and you have to really ask yourself, what are we willing to give uh, Burkowski? in the off season, if he's going to want more than he's making right now, maybe they cut loose with him. So I'm not saying that, and I agree with you that this deal wouldn't happen because of the picks. They yeah. don't have a 2022 20, first round pick. Cause they gave that up um, yeah. in the, what, what deal? Oh, the, the, the Devin Tays. No, no, the, the uh, Arizona deal. Oh, Kemper with, with Kemper. So they yeah. gave that up. They don't have a second round pick. They don't have a fourth round pick. You mm. give up a third round pick. You don't have a pick until the fifth round in the yeah. 2022 draft. You're not doing that. And then on top of it, you're not, you're, you would be giving up next year's first round pick. Yeah. That is draft suicide for yeah. the avalanche. Like they're not doing that deal simply because of the draft picks. And like you said, if they're going to do, if they want Burkowski and, and Jost, you also need to keep money on yeah. on Kane's end. I I don't know if I would again, remove the draft picks. Remove the draft picks. Would you do that, Burkowski, Jost for Kane? <clears throat> I know. Like I, I I I'm leaning towards no because the only reason I'm leaning towards no is because the Avalanche are playing well. I will say, let's put this one on the table. Talk about number three. Okay. And then this one, just Berkey Jost for Patty Kane. Put it on the table. You have my interest. Let me hear your what's behind okay. door number three. All right. The last one. Avalanche get Patrick Kane. Blackhawks get the 2023 first rounder again. Then they get Nazem Kadri, <coughs> Val Nachuskin, and Shane Bowers. And this comes into play again with unrestricted free agents. Both Kadri and Nachuskin are unrestricted, right? Nuchuskin yes. is. I know he is. I know Kadri uh, is. And Nuchuskin, both of them are unrestricted. Do, 
will you feel the need to unload them because they will count too much against your cap for next year? The Avalanche are not going to be able to sign all of these guys. They're not going to be able to sign all of Kadri, Nachuskin, Burakovsky. Who else do they have on this front line here? Uh, Darren Helm. And they also, well, Jack Johnson is a free agent. Curtis McDermott, who's going to command, what, eight, nine million a year next year? <laughs> Probably. Um, they got Darcy Kemper. You got Pavel France. So there is a ton. You're not going to be able to sign up. So you have to evaluate who are we keeping on the forwards. And if you feel like you can't bring all those guys back, then you would include them in a deal. I wouldn't be against that because you're getting Patrick Kane, which, you know, some people don't really like. Some of the, his decision making, yeah, you're, you're pointing to yourself. I get that. Um, so tell me about this deal. Why is this a, a no for you? This is another one that you would have to alter just a little bit, take Nas out of it. Um, if you give up Nuke Bowers and a pick, you have my interest. I'm still not giving up a first round pick, man. I, I don't want to do that just because I don't have one in, in 2022. But again, all of these I would not address at all because I don't think Patrick Kane is what the Avalanche need. Right. That's the other question. And that's why I'm saying, like, if the Avs were struggling, mm-hmm. okay, then then we're fair game. Uh, but the way that they're playing right now, I don't see where you would – why you – there's no real need to bring him in. Hockey-wise, would he help you? You would you would like I mean based on his history yeah but he's he's kind of struggling this year where's his stats um, I say struggling and I think he's leading their team in goals or not in goals in points so he's got seven goals nineteen assists twenty six points in twenty eight games that that that's fine you know what I mean for someone who's not expected to come in if they got him expected to come in and be a first line guy like whatever Uh, i'm not going to argue about his what he could bring to the team more arguing what they would give up and right now that's why i don't make a a splash move like this i don't make a move for a a big name because i don't think you need that right now no everything is fine yeah this is the same thing we were talking about a couple weeks ago i think with debrusque um the same we're not name chasing at this point um, if we make a move like this, it's got to be mutually beneficial. Yeah. Because we have all these contracts coming up. We're not going to give away somebody that we later on down the road would rather sign. Um, I mean, we be, were burnt with uh, Ryan O'Reilly, watching him carry a cup. Um, Paul Stasny, uh, he's still doing good. Sure. Like, yeah. So we've been burned letting people walk, thinking we could do better. And in trade situations like this, and I'm one of those that uh, Patty Kane, I don't want to see him in an avalanche sweater because of everything surrounding him. I cannot mm-hmm. get behind it. And that's one of those. We talked about that before as well. People in an avalanche jersey, would you cheer for? I would have serious problems with Patty Kane. Yeah, I and I think a lot of people would. A lot yep. of people would. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see, you know, I think... The and this was another question I asked when the the uh, Vegas Golden Knights made the move for for Jack Eichel. Mm-hmm. Is this going to force the hand of the Avalanche to, like you said, chase a name? You know, you got you got to follow up the the Golden Knights getting a name with you getting a name. Well, Patrick Kane is a name, mm-hmm. but where does he fit in with the team? 
that would depend on what you're giving up. And if you're giving up Kadri and Nachuskin, that's two of your guys on the second line. All right, now you have Kane and Burakovsky. Who's filling in on that second line now? Sure, you could put O'Connor. I mean, that's all stuff that you have to plug in. But you're giving up Kadri and you're giving up Nachuskin, two guys you rely heavily on yeah. on a second line. You're basically you're giving up two second line guys for one. I don't like that. Nope. I don't like that. Especially, like I said, this all boils down to right here and now how the Avalanche are playing. I think we're all happy with how they're playing. Um, I think a lot of people would have a knee-jerk reaction if this was in November when the Avalanche yeah. are struggling a little bit. Oh, make the move. Make, make a move. We, we need something to fire the team up. That would have just been you know, uh, jumping the gun, which I wouldn't have done. And if you go to the Instagram page and look at these deals or the Twitter and see how these are constructed, just look at those draft picks as ELCs. And we keep talking about the contracts. Like, we're looking at league men ELCs right here. Like, if we're having to sign all these deals, we're going to be tight again. Yeah. And we're going to be tight for a couple more years. So you're giving away a potential Band-Aid to get us through a season. So none yeah. of none of these yeah. deals make sense. Yeah. And you would have them for next year. But I don't know how serious the Blackhawks are of, of really moving him because they do have another year left. So there's no rush to do it. If they're going to do it, it's going to be, you know, trade deadline next year. Yeah. Um, but we also want to talk about, uh, another deal, which is kind of getting through, this is not, so that's those three deals. Those are done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last two would be conversation starters. The first one is a non-starter. Yeah. Uh, but the, the second two will, will, will continue a discussion might lead to nothing. Uh, you hear a lot in avalanche land from fans of, uh, maybe making a deal for Marc-Andre Fleury. And I think the Avs are always willing to look into goalies mm-hmm. and uh, shore up some some goalie situations that they had over the past couple of years. Is that something that could happen? You think they would look into to Fleury? If this season didn't start and you didn't see the Marc-Andre Fleury who's out there right now, it would sound a lot better. Right now, it would feel like this is like a JoJo situation. Like his He's not good this year. Marc-Andre Fleury, he initially was on the fence about retiring. He was, And yeah. I think he's mentally retired. I think he's just kind of going through the motions. And if you're making a move for a goalie, I don't think Marc-Andre Fleury is the name the Avalanche should go after right now. Well, he's starting to I – mean, the team as a whole is starting to play better. Um, and having said that, they've, they've lost four in a row. Mm. But um, they're, they're – you know, the last two games out of the pause, they only scored one goal. That's their problem um, is, is goal scoring. And you know, we're kind of like – combining talking about flurry and the game tonight against the the Blackhawks. Uh Alex Debrinkit leads them in goals by a country mile and mm-hmm. he has 18 goals on the season. He's the only one in double digits. Yeah. The next uh one down has 8 in Brandon Hagel and then Kane has 7, Kubalik has 6, Doc has 5, bunch of guys have 3. Compared that to the Avalanche roster, you know how many guys have 10 goals on the Avalanche team? You want to take there has to be at least double-digit double digit scorers. There, <laughs> there, there's six 10 goals, at least with at least 10 goals. Mm. Rantanen, McCarr, Burkowski, Kadri, Landeskog, and Nachuskin. 
And then you I bet you that changes after the Chicago game. Well, <laughs> I, I, you know, you, you got a, a little bit because you got O'Connor, Comfort, and Newhook always six. But that that's just their problem is is they're yeah. they're they're struggling to score. And yeah, Flurry did not get off to a good start this year. No. But again, is this is this kind of the same situation that would be bringing in a Patrick Kane? He's a guy he's you know, more than on the downside of his career. He might be done after this year. Kane, 33. Who knows how many more years he has left? You're bringing in a name, but at the at the the rate that Flurry is at right now, would that be good for? I mean, he's in a backup role. I think that would be horrible. We asked yesterday. um, We're stacking everything else in a backup role against Pavel Francos because that's what we're looking at here. Um, Is he better than Pavel Francos? We don't right know. now. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. We don't know. I mean, you would have to say yes. I mean, you'd have to. You'd have to, because you don't know. Francois hasn't played in like seventeen years, and yeah. uh, you know, Flurry is the reigning Vesna. I know that doesn't mean anything at this stage in this season, but he has that pedigree. He does, and and bringing in him for a a backup role, and it, you know, Kemper is is the is the A one. I think that's horrible. Now you are looking at what's he make? Six million, seven million. Again, this is why the abs are going to struggle to make splash moves. They yeah. don't have the cap room. So you have to get these teams to 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 save and retain salary cap. And sometimes they might not want to do that. Uh, and at this point in Flowers' career, it almost feels like Marc Andre Fleury is Minnesota Vikings Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a bad look. That's that's just. <laughs> that, what, I could never get used to that. I and I, I, I would. I feel like we would be like the Jets in that that whole thing, like where he was like okay. for the Jets for a cup of coffee. Like I don't yeah. want Mark Henry Fleury's like last stint to be with the Avalanche. And what would that take away from Kemper and the confidence he's already built up? Bringing in like, what does that tell you? Hey, we bringing in former Vesna winner Mark Henry Fleury. You keep doing your thing, Darcy. Like, but you know what he would say. He he and 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 you know, watching Kemper in his press conference, he would say all the right things. You know, you get an opportunity to bring someone like that in, and you know that only makes our team better. He would say all the right things. I don't think he would feel threatened by Flurry. Um, but when you know he's holding the door, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that could get in your mind. It could. I mean, if you have a bad game mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, he goes in and, and shuts the other team down and then the Avalanche come back to win, that, that's a blow to your ego. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think the numbers work out. I don't think this is going to happen yeah. simply because of that. If they did, if somehow they could, the Avalanche could make the numbers work, I would not be against it. I would not be against bringing him in uh, kind of like in a advisory role, more, yeah. more or less yeah. in, a, in a backup role and, um, that that would I mean that would just make you a dangerous dangerous playoff team. It would, and that that makes all the sense in the world. I just I don't know with that money and if what we're going to be getting. I'd hate to make a move and trade away somebody that we're going to end up regretting, and then it's going to be more of the same of Mark Andre Fleury, and he's just going to give up and walk out the door. Well, that's a good question. Like these three scenarios that we've just been talking about, they want predominant 
Avalanche players right now. And then the only prospect outside of Bowen Byron was Shane Bowers, who hasn't shown much anything yet. I mean, he still mm-hmm. has that potential. What would the asking price be? I mean, it's you're not getting a first round pick for Flurry. No. You know, you might want that third round pick, but you're going to want prospects probably. If they wanted Bowers or something, Bowers in a third. This for, is you. For, you go. This is how you do it. It's not going to be nice. Mm. If we have to do this deal, all right, rip the bandaid off. Do it. You're going to have to go. Um, McDermott, Shane Bowers, Pavel Frenzos. For Flurry and retaining yep. salary. Mm-hmm. I'm signing that right now. I am signing that right now. Without a doubt. I mean, it's it's and two contracts. And picks, I would do that in a second. I know that's the that's the reason I had to construct it that way. I did not want picks touched. Yeah, I would definitely do that. All right. Well, Avs and Blackhawks, uh, they will face off. Avs are are you know second game back. This will be the third game back, I think, for unless they're playing as we're recording this. I don't think they are. The uh the Blackhawks. Just check really quick. Um no. Nope. One game on the schedule today. Rangers over the Oilers. Um yeah, feeling pretty good about this one. Even though you're on the road in Chicago, I think the Avs are uh excited to be back on the ice. Obviously, I think that Rust is gone, and I think you're gonna see a, a hopped up team on the ice tomorrow night tonight i should say yeah and if you feel like we were wrong in our assessments of patty kane or mark andrew flory yeah let us know I'm i think all... the consensus was no they, they don't want them there were some people who were like uh that that second deal that third deal i would read it i would look into that and i th- i'm kind of with them i'd have a conversation i not to say that we get done that doesn't mean yeah. i would do it but uh, the first one, I'm laughing and ha- yeah. hanging up the phone while I'm laughing. The other two, it's like, all right, that's a starting point. Let's keep talking. Yeah. And, but I think it would be like 95% to 5% of people who are like, I don't want Patrick Kane at all for a number of reasons. And we kind of touched on them for those reasons uh, today. So that is going to be it for today. We will be back tomorrow talking about the Avs and Blackhawks game. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Go check out Locked On NHL to make that your second listen. Get caught up on everything going on around the league. All right, sir, that's going to wrap it up. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.